We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will like it all in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows The Hunk Hunters The Hunk Hunters Everybody is latest version. America America is captivated by the story of these rogue hunk hunters who operate We're rogue hunk hunters? Government I suspicion. I we were working for some kind of like I, But it's like an agency like that's like so deep in the trans deep state that like international. nobody knows. It's like Metal Gear Solid shit, right? It's like. Like the president won't. Shell companies of parent companies of admit militant. When people are yeah. like, have you heard of like the hunk hunting agency? The president's like, no, that's a rogue agency. So officially, like, no. Officially, no. Exactly. But let's talk at like the like unofficial <laughs> poker game a little later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rooms, you know? And who's the game with? Is that that's with a member of the media? Because they're all in bed together. Um, they're all in bed together. Head of the Illuminati, head of yeah. the media. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who else would be in that room, you know? Um, Pope. Probably, usually, like Tom Anti-pope. Hanks is in this. In, is, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Ben, what's his face? Richard Peterson, what's his name? Is it the guy from The Fugitive? I did not kill my wife. And then Tom, Doctor Jordan goes, Peterson. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Jordan Peterson. Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, okay, what's the name of the guy from The Fugitive? Um, Tom Hanks. No, sorry. Um, um, Han Solo. What's his name? No, the Harrison name, Ford. The name of the character. You stupid fuck. <laughs> Jack Ryan, and we caught him again this week, didn't we, Jack? Yeah, Shepherd. we got him again. We got him. He and he. So I'm gonna say. And I put on my hunk hunting. Well, what's the what's sort of the hunk hunting premise this week? I pitched you. An idea for the a con, high concept for the show this week, and let's it went do it. Crickets. I like it. I liked it. Let's do it. It's good. We're just going to take it from the top with that now? Yeah, let's take it from okay. the top well, with that. Well, just to introduce the show, it's Strange Bedfellows. My name is Tanner Greenring. This is Jack Shepard. We do romance shows and books and movies, and yeah. we did one this week called The Princess Diaries 2. We're hunting the hunk, uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Our final Jack Shepard. I yes. mean, sorry, Jesus. Jack's on the mind. <laughs> oh. Our final Jack Ryan. Well, save it for your therapist, man. <laughs> <laughs> Known hunk, Jack Shepard. I mean, <laughs> uh, Jack Ryan. It's our Chris final Jack Ryan. Pine. Chris Pine. And I was um, going to say- But we, yeah. as you know, we like to use our platform for good and for positive change in the world. Yeah. So every now and then we like to turn it over to sort of up and coming indie creators, mm -hmm. give them a spotlight, give them a platform- Amplify their voice a little bit. So we're actually going to take a backseat. We are not going to talk about The Princess Diaries no. 2. Uh, instead, we're going to invite in famous music critic. And remind me, Jack, what you booked this. What was the music critic's name? Music critic's name, uh, of course, was Hans. Hans. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those guys who just has like one name. Just one name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you know his podcast, of course, his like music criticism podcast. Yeah, which is of course called like post musical um, theory. That's not enough. Do we? How want... about like? How about like in Han? In like Hans. Enhanced. It's yeah. called enhanced. enhanced. Yeah. Yeah. 
The E and the N are small. The H A N is big, and, and it's the C E D is small. Yeah, um, and it's in like '90s kind of like typewriter type. That's yeah. been around for a long time. Yes, absolutely. It looks really cool, and it um, looks like um, the art this... is like an old cassette, like a mixtape. Yeah, it's fine, and we're finally giving it sort of the 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 push it needs to hit the mainstream. Yeah. It's sort of been like an underground indie. It's like Nardwar. Yeah, it's a lot like you Nardwar. Mm-hmm. I think let's. It's sort of. I guess the only reason it's it's coming up this week is well, I think both of us are feeling a lot of liberal guilt and f- kind of want to put something positive into the world. Yeah, this movie is pretty bizarre. Pretty. Um, yeah, it's surprising. Culturally me. confusing. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> So to be able to create culture by having this influential music podcaster on would be great. Um, and it's related to the movie that we watched. Yeah. As we'll come to discover. Mm-hmm. So everyone, take a sip of their your tea or... I would say draw kombucha. a bath. Draw a bath. Yeah. yeah. Light a scented candle. Light a scented candle. And we're, we're going to turn it over now to Han. And Listen to the crackle enjoy. of the radio. Imagine Enhanced. that, you know, because this is the vibe that Hans wants is... Uh, it's just Han. That we're back in the like seventies, maybe, and we're all putting on our favorite radio show. It's like calling Steph Curry Stefan, you know? <laughs> it's just Han. It's just Han. Oh, it's just Han. Yeah, there's no ads on the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you said. Yeah. And we're gonna listen to his show, his interview. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. It seems like um it's almost like a podcast game of chicken. Yeah. That's happening right yeah. now. Because we don't know which who's which who's Han and who's the other guy, right? It doesn't matter. Well, neither of us is either of those things because we're Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. Yeah. We're gonna take off. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll be back to do like an outro later. Hopefully, Han will sound off on the movie enough that you'll kind of like. Does he have to have an accent? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think it's got to peek through every now and then at least, like an NBA player who's from Europe. You know, who they like? They've clearly been here since high school and speak perfect american english but they'll like every now and then like a little slavic thing will peek through okay all right uh thank you baby nation for joining us this week we'll we'll catch you next time yeah what are we watching next week short episode this week uh next week uh the hunk hunters are taking a break because it's going to be hanksgiving right okay great (laughs) or the horse whisperer (laughs) is he in the horse whisperer Uh, sam neil i think is it That'll be our triumphant return to hunk hunting, I think. Yeah, and for horse whisperer, for the you do winter need hunk eyes, hunting, so season. everybody can like peek back out from under the fucking blankets. <laughs> All right, uh, bye. Uh, welcome back to the the Han Gang. Uh, it's another. It's called enhanced. Uh, we just talked about it. <laughs> edition of, and the Han Gang is what I call my listeners. Oh, sorry. Uh, we've got a very special show. edition this week of Enhanced. <laughs> We're going to be speaking with somebody that has previously not revealed their name because they prefer to keep their music. <sighs> Pure and unadulterated by the pressures of the media or of fans. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very, I'm going to let him say. I was singing words. through a cartoon. <laughs> I was singing okay. via like cartoon avatar way before that guy from Blur started doing it. Yeah. <laughs>
That's great. And paying off radio stations to play my songs way before his cartoon band started doing it. So, well, let's dive right in. Those are That's the voice of our guest that you hear. Um, I'm not going to say his name. I'll have him say his name when he's ready to say it. But you'll know him, of course, uh, by repute. His music spans genres from new metal... Alt shoegaze. Uh, to hyper pop, to of course hyper hyper pop, to uh, chill hyper pop, and of course uh, s- slow core. You know, I was recently listening to another music criticism podcast that yeah. I like. And they were talking about the band Guided by Voices. Uh-huh. And saying that like Guided by Voices is so eclectic and their their catalog is so deep and varied that it's like hard to define like who they are, what their best sound and album is. And that's how I feel about Your my music. band. Yeah. Which is cartoons. Mm-hmm. And they are called what did our text message Shane say? Genovian Orphan Crisis. <laughs> the, the Genovian Orphan Crisis, yes. Yeah. Excuse me, but these children are? Most of them are orphans. We care for as many as possible. Most of them are orphans. <laughs> Huge band, everyone knows it. Bigger than Jesus, that's what yeah. we were famous for saying. Yeah, before <laughs> before the Beatles, the Gallagher's ever ever said it. Mm-hmm. And my name, well, you know my cartoon name, of course. Yeah, but you could say it, Duke Andrew of Kenilworth. Okay, yeah, Duke Andrew of Kenilworth, and everybody knows your music, of course. Uh, it's kind of like a black metal sludgy I sound. Say it's my music. I would say it's <laughs> the. Genovian orphan crisis is music. But the question everybody is wondering is... I would say it's the people's music, really. Yeah, it's the people's music. Where... (laughs) Dark stuff. Where'd you get your Well, and it comes from a dark place. Yeah, and that's what we're Oh, sorry to to cut you off. Yeah, Yeah. of course. That's the big question, and that's the question that all the fans have been asking. Where does the name come from? What's the history? Because you've hinted that there's a deep backstory to the name. And that it means a lot to you personally, and that it's you always said it's deliberately political. It is political. Yeah. Not many people know about it. It's something that's true to my heart and sort of my story and upbringing. Yeah. Not many people know this, but my dad was a hunk hunter. <laughs> okay. And not, I mean, not many people even know what hunk hunting is. It's so hush hush. Hunk hunters, of course, are in the news at the moment. America's talking about it because the president has denied that it's actually a government agency at all. Yeah. But you know this. Of course. Well, yeah. I lost my dad to hunk hunting. <laughs> okay. It's so dangerous. They're all like, they're like shooting them into space. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're going into the future sometimes. Yeah. Bird boxing. <laughs> he was on like a, Honestly, a pretty routine hunk hunting expedition. Yeah. To a country in I think Europe called Genovia. I've never heard of it. 
and people were really looking forward to it. It was something. It was supposed to be really by the books. It was actually a romance movie for once. It was something <laughs> that like he and his colleagues could actually sink their teeth into. Yeah. do a little fan service, give people what they want, talk about romance movies. But um, they went off on this wild tangent. <laughs> Insane role plays, sound effects, like podcasts within podcasts. Mm -hmm. They don't make it easy for themselves, huh? And we lost him. The Hunt Hunters. Okay, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, he'd always tell me the stories of his hunk hunting. And one time he told me the story of hunting a hunk. Yeah. Jack Ryan. From the Hunt Hunt for Red October. Chris Pratt's Jack Ryan. Yeah. No. No, not from the Hunt of Red October. From no one's heard of Chris Pratt's Jack. Not Ryan. Chris Pratt. Chris <laughs> Pine. Uh-huh. Okay, he is Jack Ryan. Is he? He is Jack Ryan. He is Jack. Jack Ryan, Ryan Shadow Recruit, twenty fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he had chased Chris Pratt into a country called Genovia. It's in Europe, I think, and. Ooh, I guess you kind of have to know a little bit about the history of Genovia okay, to really understand what Chris Pine was doing there and why my dad had chased him there and where the name of our band, the Genovia Refugee Crisis, came the from. The Genovian Orphan Crisis. Orphan Crisis, of course. Yeah. <laughs> was Jefferson's Starship a spinoff of Jefferson Airship or just like an evolution of? Airplane. What did I say? <laughs> Airship. Anyway, uh, Genovia. Yeah. Do you need to know the answer to that question to continue, or was that just kind of flailing around? <laughs> it's a small country. Yeah. It later became just Starship. One band, though, evolving through all those stages. I think there's like there's a through line of a member. Like, Gracie Slick's not in it. Does that help? Genovia yeah. is a small country. It doesn't have well, it's got a it's got a queen. She's been in power for some time. Her name is Mary Poppins. This is Dramatis Personae. Yeah. Her name is Mary Poppins. She's the queen of Genovia, but yeah. she's dying or no. Retiring. <laughs> she's retiring because there's an heir S, I think. Who's there's just turned twenty one. Yes. Yeah. Anne Hathaway. And it's, yeah, it's the girl from that, people don't know her. If you don't know her, she's the girl from that kaiju movie. Right. That was a weird movie. The, it was a great movie. Where she was like the like avatar for a kaiju that was yeah. destroying a city, but she was like falling in love with, Someone. was it the guy from Arrested Development? I can't remember. I can't remember anything except that I really liked it. And I think was it was the movie, movie where everybody, after they saw it, who did see it, was like, why were we all so mad at Anne Hathaway? And no one could remember. It's one of the great collective... Maybe it know, was this movie. It's like we all woke up from a dream where we were mad at Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty mad at her after watching this movie. Okay. <laughs> where are we? So your dad is hunting... My dad is Jack hunting Ryan's the hunk. Chris Pine... Uh, deep yes. into the heart of a European nation that I've never heard of, and I majored in European history, I, Han. <laughs> oh, sure. It's probably, like, right next door to your nation. Yeah, and I've never heard of Genovia, but that that's where your dad, who is a member of the Hunk Hunters, uh, who have just been disavowed by the U.S. government. He arrived yeah. at a time when the throne was in decline. Yeah. 
And competing factions were trying to claim the crown of Genovia. Yeah. Among them was Jack Ryan's Chris Pine, Mm -hmm. a tall British guy who I honestly thought was my hashtag swoon. Yeah. He's Duke Andrew of Kenilworth. He's who I got my name from. I adopted my stage name, the cartoon guy Mm -hmm. from the band. Remember? Can I ask you a question? Do you remember? I do My remember. cartoon guy's name is Duke or Andrew of Kenilworth. That's, That's the hashtag. Okay, so guy. no, sorry. This is really interesting. And this is, of course, the fans of Genovian Orphan Crisis have been wondering so much about the back, the elaborate backstory that you've always hinted at in your music and your black metal music, yeah. but have never spoken about until today, which is why it's Off such black. a great scoop that we have you. And it's now like we CDC, know that DC, your DC, name in the hex editor. It's not like FFFFF. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Lord Andrew is taken from Duke Andrew of Kenilworth. Duke Andrew is of Kenilworth from... is taken from a character in this history. PD two, yeah. Chris Pine's character. No, no, sorry, not even Chris Pine's character. The other, the hat, the uh, actual hashtag swoon prince. Let me ask you a question. The one that Anne is. The kaiju lady is supposed to be marrying. That Han could ask it. I hate it when Han phrases every question (laughs) like that. Does Chris Pine look like shit in this story? (laughs) Um, Chris Pine, like... Does there something wrong with his hair in this story? Does he look like absolute balls? Didn't he look weird? (laughs) Was he just, like, super young? Like, why did he look so weird? (laughs) I think it's because he's, like, very baby-faced... I also Does just Chris Pine the other guy. look so much like balls that it's rumored that some of the hunk hunters who tried to hunt him down couldn't find him until like more than halfway through the movie when they were like, oh, wait, even recognize that's him. Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Chris Pine. He was in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He looked odd. Um, but I think it's just because it's old. I yeah. don't know. There's a lot of like Princess Diaries one lore that I feel like we're really <laughs> could really use. Yeah, on missing out on some of us have seen it but can't remember. <laughs> um, what else do I have to say? So yeah, my dad was hunting. Um, so we've so I think we've Chris learned um, the listeners of Han of in Han. Who else is in the movie? Have learned Stanley. It's an MCU movie. I'm just trying to recap for the listeners, if I may. One hour, 25 minute, 30 second mark, Stanley makes a cameo for some reason. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's the guy who, like, he's the old man who talks like the Three Stooges. Okay. That's And the daughter, the granddaughter is like, excuse my grandfather. <laughs> he learned English from Three Stooges movies. So this is MCU. Oh, how do you, senor? Oh, I do better if you and I get married. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. I'm sorry. My uncle learned his English watching the old Three Stooges movies. Sorry. We've learned why Genovia. We've learned why Duke Andrew of Kenilworth. Yeah. But Orphan Crisis. (laughs) It's dark stuff. Yeah. It's a story my dad brought back from... Genovia. The front lines of hunk hunting. Oh, so his death... I thought he disappeared on... um, this mission um no i don't think so no okay <laughs> we'll have no, to roll came, the tape back. he came back from this one because this is how i got the story of the genovian orphans oh, okay yeah that makes sense yeah which we're keen and to he hear he went on to do great things too yeah hanks thanksgiving <laughs> okay did like they do the horse whisperer were they responsible so. for that one <laughs> they hunted the guy from event horizon into the horse whisperer 
Yeah, right into that black hole. <laughs> wow. And uh, into the horse whisperer. Dad brought back the story yeah. of <laughs> the coronation of So Genovia's. it sounds like, let me set this up for you. Please. It sounds like you're describing this European nation that I've never heard of as kind of a do benevolent. Ever, do you ever go to break on this music podcast? Uh, yeah, about usually about just so 30 you can minutes like, in. Just so you can like reset the table? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. It sounds like, from what I'm hearing from you, Duke Andrew. Of yeah, that's work. actually that's a that's just my two D name. Okay, what would you prefer name. for me to call you? What was your name again? Han. Han, nice and easy. What's the guy from Blur's name? Damon Albarn. That's too British. <laughs> How about like um, Richard Cowboy? Another member of Blur is called Graham Coxon. That's even more British. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cowboy. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're saying that there's a country in Europe that nobody has ever heard of called Genovia. And the thing about this country well, in Europe very... is that it is ruled by a benevolent monarchy that kind of yeah. works for the people. And everybody's pretty pleased about its being a monarchy. But then I hear a word like or a phrase like orphan crisis. And I say to myself, is this monarchy really as benevolent as... It seems, I mean, are you telling me that there's an orphan crisis going on in Genovia that's being covered up? How did this come about? Han? Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to make people aware of this <laughs> since the 1990s. Okay. Wow. This is my main thing. And so just, uh, just to be clear, the way you initially tried to do it is through a series of hyperpop and black metal albums that obscurely refer to it under the moniker Genovian Orphan Crisis, and now you've decided to do it by just saying it on a podcast? <laughs> well, lots changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, everyone's finally ready to hear this, yeah. but I, my dad was there at the coronation of the new queen, and they had a parade, and the queen stopped everybody. Yeah. She's walking towards the children's shelter. Hello, everybody. Excuse me, these children are? Most of them are orphans. We care for as many as possible. There was this big political stunt, and she pulled all of the orphans out of the orphanage. Why does the small nation with only one small town, like mountain town in it, have an orphanage? And why is it yeah. so large? And why is it so full why of children? Why are there so many orphans is a question that I would ask, too, if uh, all of a sudden w confronted by it's unclear. Dozens My dad wasn't orphans. sure, but yeah. what he noticed was she sort of decided to, in like an act of great benevolence, make them all princess for a day. Okay. Would you like to be a princess today? I can't. I'm too little. Too big, Ella. Oh, no. Because I declare that anyone can be a princess today. Well, why don't we get you a tiara and you can wave and march in the parade? In fact, why don't you all take tiaras? <laughs> And he noticed that it was it was fitting and easy to do that because all but two of the orphans were actually girls, young girls. Okay. Okay. So there were that's two boys, but yeah. they were sort of immediately oh, shooed away. Older boys who were uh, shooed away for bullying. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Carolina. And what are your names? John. Did I see you messing with Carolina? Okay. So it sounds like Genovia. I would say dozens, dozens of yeah. 
female orphans aged five to fifteen. Are you? Can I ask you a question, um, Mr. Cowboy? Please. Are you familiar with the Ursula K. Le Guin short story, "The Ones Who Walk Away from Omalas"? The ones who walk away from home a lot. I'm not Omalas. Excuse me. Omalas. Bless you. <laughs> a fun fact: Omalas is Salem. Oh, spelt backwards. Salem, mm. Oregon. Mm. Never been. The story proceeds thus, for those who don't know it. It's a perfect society. It's, everything yeah. about it is perfect. Everybody is having a nice time. Uh, everything is nice. Right. It called Omalas. I'm not doing it the justice that Ursula K. Le Guin does it. She's a better storyteller than I am. I'll just go ahead and say it. Than Han, even. It's a perfect, beautiful town, world, Omalas, so nice. But there's a problem, and everybody knows it. Everybody okay. knows the problem. Yeah. The problem is this. In order for the town to be so nice and for everything to be so good and nice. That sounds, yeah, sounds nice. Deep down in a... I don't care what the price is, honestly. Basement, in a closet, like a broom cupboard, is a unloved, unwashed unhappy orphan child and people like occasionally go down and like throw scraps at her and nobody can love her and nobody's allowed to or nobody's, nobody's allowed to and everybody knows in a way that's kind of not explained by the story that the happiness of the town of all of Omelas is contingent on the suffering of this child okay great and occasionally, just every now and then, and I have fully ruined the story Spock now, about. every now and then, someone will get up and walk away from Omalas. And they'll say, you know what? Fuck this place. Well, that's not what Spock was talking about. But my question for you, I guess, Mr. Cowboy, is that what's going on in Genovia? <laughs> but it's like, at scale? <laughs> I don't know. My job isn't to... I'm not an investigative journalist like okay. you, Han. Yeah. My job is to make music that... Challenges people. Okay. <laughs> challenges their perceptions. Gets them thinking about these orphans in Genovia. Yeah. Makes this top of mind for people. Make people start asking these kind of questions. And I'm glad that my music has finally made an impact. Um, this one's for my dad, who died hunk hunting James Earl Jones. I don't know. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more Enhanced. And, of course, I'm going to continue my interview with... Mr. Cowboy from Genovian Orphan Crisis. I actually go, I like to go by my stage name. <laughs> okay. Duke Andrew of Kenilworth. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil 
bettors to um, make small lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I regret to inform everybody that we only have the first half of Han's podcast. Uh, <sighs> we played the tape, and then Tanner and I have just Rest been sitting here listening paywall. to it, because that's how you do a podcast. And then we were waiting for it to come back for the second half, and it just never came back. So I'm not sure what happened, whether um, Duke Kenilworth I think it's censored. It's probably pretty or, dark. Yeah. <laughs> It's mostly about like orphans and like all these like you know stranded abandoned female children in the small Western European nation. Um, so it and honestly, like we'll I didn't think know. the music was all that good. Anyway, <laughs> no, the music, the music was challenging, it's like too I mean, much. It was challenging, and he did say that was his main goal was to challenge us, and I did feel challenged. If you want to hear the rest of the interview, it gets pretty dark. Yeah, um, but it's behind the paywall. Follow us on Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, those are two independent thoughts. Yeah, so let's say the film. Um, it's not on Patreon, but you should follow us on Patreon. You should follow us on Patreon, and then that, that's where we could have a conversation about releasing the second half of that interview. But it gets pretty dark. There's a lot of um, colonial European history stuff that's like, I don't yeah. know, it's about as grim as you might imagine. Yeah. 
we should say the film uh, we watched Princess Diaries 2 The Quickening this week uh, Chris Pine looks like shit in it not gonna lie not gonna sugarcoat that it looks like other guy looks fucking cute, balls cute as a button <laughs> hands are an engagement ring in other a, guy looks in great yeah. film canister hashtag swoon <laughs> hashtag big swoon on that so one so cute Anne Hathaway from Colossals in it she looks great uh, yeah. no notes on her performance Lemmy's she uh she's the princess this time. Last time was, it actually, wasn't I have, clear I have a whether few notes on her performance, but she was going to be the princess uh, in Princess Diaries one, and then in Princess Diaries two, The Quickening, uh, she is the princess. But there's a problem. Well, she's got to get married before her twenty first birthday, or else some obscure like law goes into effect, and then like this mean uncle gets to be princess. <laughs> so, as of the twentieth of October last year. On the occasion of his 21st birthday, another Genovian of the royal bloodline became eligible to assume the throne. What? My nephew, Lord Devereux. I beg your pardon. My nephew's mother was my wife's sister. Therefore, your majesty, I am pleased to say that my nephew is ready to take his place as Genovia's rightful king. <laughs> the mean uncle doesn't get to be princess, but his nephew does. And his yeah. nephew is... Jack Ryan's Chris Pine. Jack Ryan. Chris yep. Pine's Jack Ryan. He looks like shit. And <laughs> Stanley is in this one. It's the yeah. MCU, so all the MCU rules apply. Yeah. This is... Oh, is it, what's the Genovia Accords? Is that oh, what that is? Oh, this is the city that gets lifted up into the air yes. by all the Ultrons <laughs> and, like, dropped on the planet. Okay. They have to make, like, a ton of new, like, superhero laws about it. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. The Genovia Accords. Now Golly. it makes sense. And that also explains the orphan crisis, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, and it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that is pretty dark. died <laughs> fighting Ultron. A lot of people, because Ultron, for people who don't remember their Avengers, Ultron drops this plant, this uh, small it's European. It's the worst Avengers movie. <laughs> it's the worst one. There's so many Avengers movies. It's a very the small worst European one country. Is the second one, just small enough that Ultron can lift the whole thing. He and it's called Genovia, and, and it it's got some obscure rules about uh, if the princess doesn't get married, then this mean uncle gets to be princess, and he drops it, and it, it creates a lot of orphans, and that's why in this film, which presumably and takes it kills place Quicksilver, I think, after or, the um, Genovia uh, Accords. Whomever. <laughs> Scarlet Witch's brother. Yeah, kills Scarlet Witch's brother. Yeah. And so that explains why Anne Hathaway is so, so reluctant to shed any real light on the orphan crisis. She's just like, oh, you guys can all be princess for a day. And it's like, you know what would be nice? Uh, find my fucking parents. Yeah. Make the robots. <laughs> Some sort stop, of restitution. Like lifting our city up and Dropping my parents from the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would like. Hey, can you pass a motion where the robot, where we can go back and the robots don't lift our nation to the sky? <laughs> Riddle me this. Because yeah. they're hunk hunters in this movie, aren't they? Who is? They are. The movie starts and uh, sure. Anne yes. Hathaway is like, oh, I'm just going to be princess. And they're like, no, we got to find a hunk you a hunk. There's a hunting montage. We have to find you a hunk and there's a hunk hunting montage. The rule is, yeah. did we say the rule? You got to be married. Otherwise, you have to be married to or be else princess. Ultron will kill your planet <laughs> and Chris Pine gets to be princess. Jack Ryan. Chris Pine, Jack Ryan. And... She says, okay, I'll get married. I'm going to invite all of the eligible eligible bachelors from yeah. all of the world's nations. 
And it's all princes. To come and woo me, yes. Yeah. They're all princes, except That's So Raven is there, too. That's So Raven, yeah. They're like friends, I think. I haven't seen the first film. Oh, so the there's they a girl. Seem like in they it. know one another. Her friend from the first film, and this is context clues. Well, there's two friends from the first film. Is brought there's her there's her normal friend, and then her rich friend, or her, her like royal friend. And I think she had a boyfriend from the first film. There's two friends. There's two friends. There's one friend, and we know her because it's said that she calls Ber- she goes to Berkeley and she calls it Berserkly. Lily's remained the same as she continues to cause turmoil, but now is a graduate student at Berkeley, which she calls Berserkly. <laughs> Berserkly, yeah. Which fucking rules. At, at the end, she at the one hour and 28 minute mark, we don't really get to know her that well. I assume we got to know her a lot better in the first film. Yeah. But at the one hour and 28 minute mark, she says to herself while walking down the aisle at her best friend's royal wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl who loves black and is wearing pink. Yeah. But at no point in the film does she ever it's demonstrate that she's a not girl established. Who loves black. That must be from the first film. Yeah. It's, she she's really lost that edge, I think. She doesn't seem like gothy at all. She's like very no. like giggly and she fun. She seems like a, a very sort of fun like, energy. Like kind of Gilmore girlsy, you know, like yeah. kind of like intellectual. Yeah. And what's this, what are the sister schools called? Like Vassar. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Raven is in it, too. She's her royal best friend. She seems to also be a princess. Okay. And at one point, she and Mary Poppins do, like, a hip-hop number. And it was at that stage that I actually didn't catch a lot of the movie because I wasn't in the room. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You left for that. Had to leave for that one. Couldn't be in the room for that one. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe something important happened during that scene. Yeah. But if so, I would have missed it. Yeah. Your body left the film. <laughs> oh no, where's my body? I suddenly just like came to and I was in the kitchen. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's a slumber party hip hop dance scene. The most glorious part of you. What did you do? Well, I might have tweaked it a little bit on my computer, yeah, but I don't know how to do this sort of thing. Well, sorry, now, Grandma, just follow Asana. Some boys can walk, some guys can grow, strike an elegant pose, with a really applause. Some seem to have no faults, but we never like those. No, we don't. He'll praise your own, <laughs> your melodious laugh. <laughs> Call you, you more lovely than others by half. <laughs> all the princesses are invited, including all of the actual princesses and all the orphan princesses. So I've got this site on a. Uh, L Australia that's called 13 Hot Eligible Princes You Can Still Marry. Ooh, lay them on me. Are any of them as hot as Chris Pines? Well, I was just thinking we could all do a quick um, name generator, and we could do uh, who will we... Marry on her 21st birthday so that the uncle doesn't become princess. I'm 38. I'm 39. Okay. 40th birthday. In our... Town in our town, yeah, country. It, before you turn forty, you got to marry a prince, Martin a real Mary. prince. <laughs> Otherwise, the, your mean uncle will become the princess of the town. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who? Well, is there any? Well, I mean, it's twenty twenty three. Is like yeah. royal countries are like a thing of the past. Are there even any eligible bachelors left out there, Jack? Well, it turns out there's thirteen of them. And how would I decide which one is best for me? Maybe based on like. Um, Astrology signs? Uh, How yes, many astrology signs are there? Thirteen. 
let's say 12. So we'll, should, we'll eat, well, should we lop one off? Yeah, which is the least What's the important? unlucky prince? Well, let's say who unlucky prince 13 is. We'll just say that now. Wasn't so, there a 13th, what, 13-year-old prince? Folks uh, playing along at home, The what's the first astrology sign? Aries. Okay, there's 12, so that's perfect. So we're going to lop off number 13 from this list on, uh, on L.com. It's L Australia, by the way. So unlucky number 13. No, none of us are going to be marrying Charles Armstrong Jones. Who's he? Uh, he's another one of Princess Margaret's eligible grandchildren. He's oh, I'm 22 sorry, years old. He doesn't even have a fucking title. He's not a prince. Oh, sorry, Charles. He has a title. Oh, why Vi- would I even want to marry him? Viscount Lindley. The Viscount of Lindley? And he lives in Loughborough. Where he's attending university, and you want to know fun fact? My what? uncle Andrew is a lecturer at Loughborough University. Probably so there could be a nice. Honestly, meet you. of all these princes, I think like too bad he's off the table. That's the guy I have the most chance of meeting. I'm sure not in the stars my for you. Could arrange an introduction, <laughs> Jack. Weirdly, you and I are born in the same month, but we're not in the, the same, same month, sign. but we're not the same sign. Thank nope. God, because it it ruins it's ruined many a name generator. Where it's Who? like, I'll do my whole bit, and then you'll be like, yeah, that's mine, too. <laughs> I want you to just go down the list. There's only 12 of these. Yeah. <laughs> go down the list and tell me, January through December, who everyone is, I guess, competing to marry, because then you'll have to go up against everyone else who's... Okay. So I don't know my sign, so I'm year. having to pull up a separate sign. Your, your sign is Capricorn. If the order is Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Okay, well, then Pisces Capricorn. is out. Sorry. All Pisces, if no. you're born between... No. Yeah, that's who we cut, right? No, we cut Oh, no, princes, we cut a prince. We signs. cut a prince. Yes, okay. Everyone Great. gets to play. Everyone's in. Okay. So if you are an Aries... But, but I will say, yeah. everyone gets to participate in the name generator. You are going up against everyone else born under your star sign to win the affection yeah, of this prince. Yeah, it's a prince. battle royale. Yeah. Okay. But if you are Aries, you get to marry Prince Achilleus Andreas of Greece and Denmark. Oh, that fucking rules. The prince of two fucking major, major countries. All right, fine. I, I don't care. It's and he lives Aries. in New York. And he he either lives Enough about him. I want my guy. Very handsome or they've just He seems put... really good. I don't want to think about how good of a match that is. I just want to move on. <laughs> okay. Fine. Taurus. If you are a Taurus, you get to marry Prince Constantine Alexios of Greece and Denmark. Okay, how many of these guys are there? He's known as Tino to his friends. <laughs> He's second Big in family, line to the I get Greek it. It throne. sounds great. It sounds really... Okay, who's next? Gemini. <laughs> okay, if you're Gemini, you get to marry Prince Tassilo Egon Maximilian von Fürstenberg. Mm. He's 20 years old. Sounds castle Yeah. He's very handsome. Yeah, of course. Wow, steal that look. Steal that look. Wish I could. Yeah. (laughs) I need to run a uh, small nation to steal that look. (laughs) Leo. Okay, I've got bad news for cancers. Y'all are marrying Padmanab Singh Maharaja of Jaipur. And he doesn't look great in this picture. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Prince of Jaipur. Yeah. He's worth Leo. $1 billion in Australian. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Leos are marrying Prince Sebastian of Luxembourg. He's 30 years old. He lives that's in Luxembourg City. Little tiny country. Yeah. Little baby country. Virgos, of course, will be marrying Edward Windsor. Everybody knows who that is. Very famous. Mm-hmm. Libras, it's Sheikh Mohammed bin Hamad bin Khalifa Al Thani of Qatar. Looks great. Looks okay. like a whole snack. 
Scorpios, Hussein, Crown Prince of Jordan. Okay. And what are you? Work through some stuff. Are you a Sagittarius? I'm Aquarius. Oh, you're Aquarius. Okay, so then you will not be interested in Alexander Ogilvy, who is technically not even a I mean, fucking prince. He's just a, like... Is he royal? He's like a cousin of Queen Elizabeth, of Princess okay. Alexandra. Okay. Boring. Boring. Um, now you, Capricorn. Who you getting? Ooh, look at this guy. Big muscles. Ooh. Alfonso, Prince of Bera. Where's that? Uh, it's a defunct throne. It sounds like one of these invented uh, countries in Europe. I bet you guys could like make a real claim on it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Come back from nowhere like the um, Targaryens. You yeah. Know? That sounds great. We've come back from the West. Aquarius, which is you, you'll be marrying Arthur Chateau. What's his deal? He doesn't have a title. He's, he's the grandson <laughs> of Prince Margaret. Uh, he's okay. a, is he handsome? Um, well, I can't really tell whether the picture is supposed to be above the description or below. But if it's above, uh, is then it just C H A C H A T T O? Yeah, yeah, he looks kind of handsome. It's like Watto, but with a C H. He's like ripped up. Um, and then finally, um, Pisces is just marrying his brother Sam. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess you'll be my every whoever ends up getting that throne will be my yeah. And then now, should we pick the hip hop duet that we'll do with our mothers in law at a, <sighs> a Prince slumber party? <laughs> what do you know the song that Prince Mary Poppins was singing? I think she made it up. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a real Mary Poppins song. Yeah, <laughs> she does some real Mary Poppins shit in this movie. At one point, Mary Poppins—they're all like sliding down the like grand central staircase on just like a big pile of mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> um and she sort of like surfs down standing up. Yeah, we should say the 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 tension of the movie such as there is, which isn't, is she immediately gets married to um the namesake of the guy from Genovian Orphan Crisis. Right. She gets engaged yeah, to him. Andrew. Very handsome. He looks like no a whole love, snack. no spark, but they are And he's great really together. nice. He's super and nice. He is really nice. And yeah. I kept expecting him to be bad, but he's not. He's just nice. And then like we never really see him again until the end of the movie. But while she's engaged, she's having a little bit of like not even enemies to lovers. It's like they just like kind of got off on the wrong foot uh, with Chris Pine. He looks like shit. I know yeah, he's Ryan. capable of looking better, but yeah. then, but Chris. So then there's a question of like she's canoodling with him. The uncle arranges to have paparazzi photograph them canoodling, which is mean of the uncle, but also like you shouldn't be canoodling. Yeah, you're when about you're to get engaged. Married. I'm sorry to sound so normative you. and like Jeez, these aggressive and old fashioned, but you shouldn't get engaged and then canoodle. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't. I agree. Call me a prude, dude. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> With Chris Pine and the no, other guy, no, it's looks okay because they're they're true. They're truly in love, and she and the other guy aren't in love, and they acknowledge that and they agree that they're not in love, but they're gonna get married anyway. Yeah, for the good of the Genovia, Genovia. of course. Yeah. A lot of good it does. A lot of good it does. Those orphans' parents aren't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Neither is Quicksilver. <laughs> Neither is Quicksilver. Uh, what else do we have left to do? We could be better a blurb if you want to before we go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. This is our hit segment. It's where we make the blurbs better. It's called the blurb better. Blurb betterers. This movie's free to watch on Disney Plus. Just search Princess Di or search PD2 colon The Quickening. 
Yeah. And it's free on Disney too. Plus if you subscribe to Disney Plus. So it's not free. Actually, that's not Disney true Plus. because I went to the search engine and searched Princess Diaries 2 and it said, no result. Oh, really? <laughs> and I said, how is that possible? So okay. I searched Princess Diaries and then it popped it up. There it is. Here's the blurb. Let's be better at Princess Mia has just turned 21 and is to succeed her grandmother as the Queen of Genovia. But since an unmarried woman cannot be crowned queen, Mia now has just 30 days to find a husband. That was a real snooze, wasn't it? This doesn't mention anything about the Genovia Accords or the orphan crisis. Maybe is this an opportunity for us to kind of set the record straight about the orphan crisis? You think there is a record to be set straight? I just feel like there's a lot of like pretty fucked up colonialism that's being swept right under the rug in this movie. Help me fix this blow. Princess Mia has just turned 21 and is to succeed her grandmother as Queen of Genovia. The royal bloodline. I want it to sound like the beginning of like a JRPG, you know? What about must continue? The scintillating royal bloodline? Must persevere. Persist. Persist. That's good. Be it by royal decree, forced nuptial, or iron gauntlet, Queen Mia will ascend. I don't like nuptials. Arranged marriage or, or iron gauntlet. Iron gauntlet. And I was going to say Queen Mia will ascend, but I think just to make it more immediate and forceful, just put Queen Mia ascends. Okay, that's a much better first sentence. And then it says, but since an unmarried woman can't be crowned queen, Mia now has just 30 days to find a husband. She'll strike down any unjust law, an uncomely suitor who stands in the way of her supreme power. What follows is a bloodbath. But we have blood and blood. A gore, uh, a massacre? Massacre's pretty good. Unworthy suitors. And unjust laws. And unjust laws fall before, before her sword. Her, well, sword, is that metaphorical here? Oh, flaming arrow. Oh, yeah, she, there's a whole scene where she's bad at archery. Yeah, she shouldn't be given bows and arrows. She almost kills. She's got these two It's extremely dangerous. You know what? Maybe so that's great. the orphan crisis. The two attendants we haven't given enough attention to, they're really good. Their names are Brigitte and Brigitta. Yeah, they're very funny. She almost shoots them in the head with a bow and arrow. They do like a very funny dance. There are some parts of the movie that are fun, and it's the attendants mostly. Wilt before the glorious light of her flaming arrows. Turn to Ash as the glorious light of her flaming arrows consumes everything its path. Have we adequately described the movie or is there more we need to say? Um, we haven't said anything about the orphans. Uh, we haven't said anything about um, the uncles. Mia now has just 30 days to find a husband is the last sentence of this. We could say something like Queen Mia must thwart evil uncles, protect something orphans, and marry the man out of her dreams. And she's like all out of Orphans and <laughs> dreams. You see what I'm going for? Yeah, I like it. I'm working on something else, and I, we actually have to go in two minutes, so yeah. I'll just throw this out to you. Will the dire princess prevail? Find out in the princess diaries too. That's great. I think then we should um, we should go back and change it from Queen Mia to Dire Princess Mia because that sounds even better. In Princess Diaries to the Quickening. Uh, then we're going to have to go. I'll just quickly read this back to you. Yeah, please. 
the royal bloodline must persist. Whether by royal decree, arranged marriage, or iron gauntlet, the dire princess ascends. What follows is a massacre. Unworthy suitors and unjust laws turn to ash as the glorious light of her flaming arrows consumes everything in its path. Will the dire princess prevail? Find out in Princess Diaries 2. The quick one. I think it's good. Cut and print. That's great. We have to go. I really need to vacate the room for Sarah, so I'll just tell you this week that we got our hunk. It's Chris Pine. He was hard to find because he didn't look great. Sorry, but it's okay to say that because he normally does. Um, uh, next week we are, I think we're probably going to be doing Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to take a break from hunk hunting. Even hunk hunters have to have Thanksgiving. And so we're going to, uh, watch a Tom Hanks movie, maybe the Joe versus the volcano or something else. We'll decide. Have we done sleepless in Seattle? Atlas shrugged. <laughs> no, not Atlas shrugged. What's it called? Cloud Atlas. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's going to be Thanksgiving next week um, unless we decide to do the Horse Whisperer. All that remains is for me to say, Always please subscribe to our Patreon. We're having a lot of fun in there. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. And, you know, join the Facebook group, Baby Nation on Facebook. Thank you, everybody, for coming on this journey with us. I would like to tell you that this week we watched film. Oh, film thank you, watch. Han. What? Thank you, Han. Thank you to Han for giving us only half of this podcast. Um, uh, and thank you to uh, Duke Kenilworth of... Um, the Genovian Orphan Crisis. Yeah. All that remains for me to say that this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Sam Greenery. And I hope you find your monarchy ever after. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the bend. But I'm sure it's crazy kids so I'd get out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose. But I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Now, who's going to be who? Let's say on the count of three, which one we want to be, Han or the musician. I want to be neither, but let's try it. One, one two, two, three. three the musician. musician. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Han. <laughs> Perfect. Be very. <laughs>